All righty. So welcome to the first episode, Cedric. I really appreciate you being my guinea pig here. <laughs> um, uh, so anyone who's listening, I am here with a guy named Cedric Webb. I've met him through an organization called The Balanced Business Dad uh, that was set up by my coach, Dustin Hogue. And it's all about getting men together who are real uh, motivated and intentional and wanting to improve their life and become just better men. So just to get a feel for who Cedric Webb is, he showed up in that place voluntarily. So that's who he is. <laughs> and there's a, there's, there's a lot about this guy that I think we could spend hours talking about. It's going to be real hard for me to focus because there's so many things I want to talk about in your life, Cedric, but I guess I'm just going to turn it over to you. Let us know 30 seconds to a minute. Like, who are you? What do you want us to know? Yeah. Uh, my name is Cedric Webb. Um, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm a business owner. I own a company called Smart Digital. We do digital marketing for for small businesses, focusing on websites type stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, ultimately, I'm I'm just a guy, right? I'm just a guy <laughs> who nice plug, plug there. Who, who I'm just a guy who's trying to be better every day yeah. and trying to you know every day I want I want I want to bring you know bring everything I have and and know that I you know I I didn't leave you know didn't leave anything out out there so. Just mm-hmm. trying to trying to get better as a as a man as a as a as a father as a business owner and and just try to figure out how I can how I can love people better right mm-hmm. and how I can help help people uh, grow because we're 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 not on this journey alone and you know just want to try to be a, a beacon of, of of hope. Yeah, love that. So, and I I would say that I think love is actually a really great word to describe you. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, as I've learned more about who you are and uh, what your life is like. So that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So I guess we'll kind of get the uh, surface stuff out of the way. So you own this company, Smart Digital. And I think that's the first thing I learned about you was that you have this marketing company and you have zero marketing background, right? <laughs> well, um, I wouldn't say I have zero marketing background. I, I was in the industry for 10 years uh, um, and I was with the... Uh, one of the largest digital marketing companies in North America, but I had done, uh, I started my way at the bottom and I had done mm-hmm. sales and I had just worked my way up and w- was training and mentoring and, and r- running teams and kind of got to the point where I'm like, you know, what? I'm tired of just selling these things and not seeing them executed or fulfilled the way that they need to be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And um, so I just took it upon myself just to learn how to, how to build the programs and how, how to do them, do them myself. So just yeah. created a our company, but but I've never taken a mark. Truth be told, I've never taken a marketing class, so well, I knew. Uh, or, or a course. So <laughs> just just kind of thing that you kind of kind of pick up and, and self taught. So. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of a loose way to say that you don't have zero experience, but you you had a lot of experience in sales mm-hmm. of marketing, but not necessarily like building the tools and systems and company. Right? Correct. Is Correct. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, until I started the company, right? And, right, and, right, right, right. <laughs> and then everything's on me. So it's like you, you get, you gotta. It's sink or swim. So you gotta, you gotta figure it out. And yeah, and that's uh that's the challenge. But that's life. So, so let's uh, let's go a little bit through that journey. Then, so you did go to college. Uh, I did. You yeah. got a you got a master's in counseling therapy something. Yeah. Or yeah, you were so working. Yeah, you were working there. Yeah. Yeah. So I've mm-hmm. completed all all the all the class classes. I didn't do my uh, practicum in, in, internship, but yeah, uh, fell fell in love with what I was doing with the marketing sales and realized, hey, this could be my vehicle to 
to you know to to do what I need to do and, and to to help people and and influence and, and especially helping small businesses. Mm-hmm. So so that's kind of interesting to me that you you know you went through the schooling mm-hmm. for therapy, but you chose to go into marketing, seeing that that's a vehicle you could use, like you just said, to help yeah. people. So what what is it about marketing about the business that you're doing about the sales you were in that yeah. you've seen how that helps other people yeah so we work with um, hundreds of small businesses right and so they're all uh they're all just a guy or just a girl right trying to trying to provide for their family right or trying to trying to trying to make it happen and so a lot of them it's they're trying to be found online or they're, they're trying to have a decent decent web presence but they don't necessarily know what they're doing because that's not their that's not their strength um, and so what I love is just being able to, to sit down with them and just help put together some better digital marketing strategies, just, just make them, make them better, uh, establish a relationship. And so it's not just the products and the services that we sell, it's the insight, the advice and the, the guidance that we, that we, we give them because, you know, so many other companies are just trying to sell them their programs or their packages without trying to do what makes the most sense for them. And so we try to give them a lot mm-hmm. more guidance and structure and support because we want them to to be able to market a little bit smarter. Uh, yeah. And um, so that's kind of our, our slogan is market smarter, not harder. Right. You, <laughs> you don't, you smart digital. <laughs> right. Yeah. So you, so you don't have to throw, you know, all this money out the window. You want to make sure that you're getting the best return on investment and, and, and doing it right. So, mm-hmm. um, so, so that's what I love about it. And then with my team, just being able to, to train them and develop them and, and help them become not just better at their roles, but just, uh, just leave, just leading them just to become a better person, just growing it as, as people. So yeah. it's, I think of, you know, what I do, this is my, my vehicle or my, my ministry to the, to, to the world. So. Yeah. I love that seeing it as like your ministry. Um, when did, when did you come to kind of that understanding of what you do, that it was a ministry? Um, when I was in college, um, I, I, I began to get serious with my faith and, mm. um, I had a guy mentor me to kind of discipling me and mold me and just teach me how to walk with God and just be a lot more intentional about my faith and my journey. What was, and, and, sorry to interrupt a little yeah, bit, but what was yeah. your relationship with faith, religion, God before college? Yeah. Um, it was, I was seeking. I was trying to figure it out on my own. I, uh, when we get into my journey, you can see it's a lot of things I've just been trying to figure out on my own. So I just started going to church, trying to feel like there was there was more out there and just trying to find that connection and trying to put the pieces together. Uh, so I feel like I, I didn't understand so what that was. So I feel like I was, I was trying to be a good person, trying to do the right thing. And I was trying to go to church, but I, you know, but deep down, I'm like, I'm still empty. I, I know there's more more than just that. Uh, and it wasn't until my freshman year of college where um, I was able to to get plugged in with the right people and, and was able to understand it in a, in a simpler way that w- that was much more personal for me. Hmm. Uh, and so when that happened, just the, like the lights came on, right? And it became it became real, it became practical to me. So tell uh, me about that experience. Like, what made it more personal? Um, for me, it was. Um, 
they spoke and there was a um I, I really didn't think we'd be getting into a lot of the faith aspect of this but that's I, but that's like but that's I, important like said, because yeah. that's the that's the that's the foundation of everything right <laughs> of, of of who you are as a person mm -hmm. and, and and who you're called to become so uh like i said i was trying to piece it together and and, and um the guy was sharing a verse and, and the verse was matthew 13 44. it says the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in the field which a man found and hid and over his joy in it, he went and sold every. Uh, and over his joy in it, he went and sold everything that he he had right to to buy that field. And I remember thinking, like, wow, I've never seen God. I've never seen the spiritual thing in such a way that it just compelled me to do right, just to let go of everything else. That it was the first priority, right? Like, wow, just how valuable this is. Like, I just want to set everything to the side. And I remember thinking, like, I've never seen that. But if but if it's but if it's that serious, if it's that valuable, like I want to know what that's like. And so I, I just went back to my room that night. I said, God, I don't know what this is. I've never experienced a faith like that that just compelled me to want to just, you know, put everything to the side and just and just focus on this. So whatever that is, like help me understand that because that's what I want. Um, and it was just me getting real with God that night and just realizing like I wasn't there, but that's what I wanted. And I, I woke up the next day and like everything changed. Like, uh, I feel like God had taken out like the, my heart and just given me a, a new heart, uh, uh, a heart of flesh that just began to, you know, desire to, to learn more and to, to grow and to, to just invest deeper in that relationship. So, yeah. So my impression of you is you, you are someone who, when you, when you decide to do something or believe in something or whatever it is mm -hmm. you go full force yeah absolutely. Um, was, was that not your experience before or is just you decided you wanted something bigger like faith to throw yourself into i'm just i'm just trying to it, it's i've always been that way i mean as, okay. as a as a child you know i grew up in a you know tough situation and circumstances i knew that if i was going to work my way out of my tough situation i would have to outwork everyone uh, and I would have to give it my all, uh, in order to be the, the, the victor and to accomplish the goals and the, the, the things that I had for me. So, um, so I've always been, I've always thought that way. I've always been wired that way, but, and was trying to make sense of the world and, and plug it together. But, you know, it, it's, it's, but it's a journey, right? The, the further you go with it, the more, the more life that you see, right. And the more that you kind of piece these things, to, together. Um, yeah. but, but I've always been that, that way. It's just, I'm going to, if I'm going to do something, I want to do it well and I want to do it. I want to do it full, full force. And, yeah, you know, and then when it came to, came to my faith, it, you know, then I realized it's not just about me and my, and trying to, you know, make, make myself go f further or, or do these things. It's going back to what I was saying is the guy who mentored me in college, who he, he was challenged me and said, Cedric, wherever you go, take people with you. Hmm. And, uh, you know, and, and that was a challenge for me because I felt like I was not a leader. I could never be a leader. Uh, I, str I struggled with that. Um, and so, but I, I just really begin to challenge myself as I'm growing in my faith. I want to bring people with me as I'm growing in my business. I want to bring people with me as I'm growing and becoming the, the father that I, that, that I'm becoming or the man that I'm becoming, I want to bring people along on that journey that want the same things. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's how we're going to grow. We're going to grow together. Uh, and you're going to make a, a difference in it and an impact in, in, in this world. And that's what I think a, a leader is. 
right? Yeah. It's not it's not necessarily a raw raw type of guy or you know getting up there screaming and yelling. It, it's it's hey, I'm going in this direction. Let's go together. All right, let's 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 make this happen together. And I I think that's that's leadership. I, I love that. You said it was a I don't remember was it a pastor that told you that. Uh, Wherever you go, take people with you. He, 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 yeah, he was uh, he was on the full time full time ministry there. Okay, uh, full time staff member, and it was his ministry. Yeah. And, and he and he was an awesome guy. He created this campus ministry from scratch, and you know, it just got, it seen God use him in so many different ways, and was able and he, to see a, a lot of the influence that he's had in this world. Yeah, so that's awesome. You alluded mm-hmm. to uh, the difficult past you've had. Yeah. If you're whatever you're comfortable sharing, like I, it's an incredible story. Um, if you could go into a little bit, like where did you come from? So I grew up in um, in, in southeast Missouri, and um, we um, feel free to ask questions as, as I kind of sh- share yeah. the story. <laughs> the, the, the story because I, I may miss parts or parts mm-hmm. that may be more interesting or intriguing to other people. But um, I've I've never met my father before. Um, and it was just a huge void that was just always there, uh, for me. Um, but you, you know, do know who he, gr- do you know who he is now? I do not. You I still do not, don't know. I, 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 I don't know. Really don't, I don't have any answers there, but, it, but it's more than just not knowing my father. We grew up, um, really just extremely poor. Um, my mom didn't work. Growing up, we grew up on welfare and food stamps. I had a brother and a sister, and it was just it was just a tough life. We never had a vehicle, never had a car, hmm. um, you know, no no phone. It was just we grew up very almost almost secluded in our own in our own world, and 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 there wasn't a whole lot of a lot of hope, and um, you know, but it was one of those things. It's just the life that I was experiencing, and, and there was a lot of just trauma at the at, at home all all the time and 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 I remember just looking and just thinking like this I feel like there's more to life than this and this isn't what I want and so I used all those those things as I know what I don't want right and I know that there's got to be more out there I know there's got to be better out there and I and I determined the only way to, to know that would be to to be better right and to and to to, to live with hope and to to try to you know, push myself to, to be the best I could and, and the best version of myself always. So. so you, you said something to me this past weekend, as we were talking that I just, I, I kind of pushed back against you said, or I was, I was mentioning how inspiring it was that you've, you've come from where you were to where you are now. And you're like, well, I just didn't have a choice. I was like, you absolutely had a choice. <laughs> um, because. You had siblings, uh, at least yeah. a brother and a sister that I know of, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, and they came from the same background as you, right? They did. Yeah, and they made they, very their their life turned out very different than yours. So I'm curious, it's, like, yeah, it, what it made tur- that difference? It turned out different. Um, yeah. Honestly, what made the difference was just the the daily. Just it's it's. It's. I say I didn't have a choice, but in my mind, I didn't have a choice, right? Mm-hmm. It was either I was going to be a victim of my circumstances, right, or 
I was going to be a, a champion, uh, a, a victor, and, and and find my way through this. And there really wasn't a whole lot of middle ground or, or much much in between. Um, um, unfortunately, you know, for my for my brother and, and sister, they really they really struggled. Um, and they really struggled, and not just growing up, but just even in later on in life, um, struggled with um, just the going through a lot of the abuse and neglect that we, we, we had growing up and really struggled with their, their mental health. Um, um, my sister ended up making a lot of bad choices and getting involved with the wrong, uh, wrong crowd and getting involved with drugs. And, um, by the age of 18, she was, she was diagnosed as a paranoid schizophrenic. Um, and you know, it was in and out of, in and out of prison and, and, uh, you know, but it's, it's one of those things where it's in your situation, you're either going to become, become the, the victim or the whatever, right. Or, or product of your, your situation or circumstances. And it's, it's up to us to choose to, to choose to rise above that. Um, and, you know, to, and to keep an eye on, on the ball of, of who we want to be and the difference of, of what we want to make in, in this world. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, we can be, we can be, we can do anything we want to do if we, we put our, put our mind to it. So. Yeah. yeah. So kind of jumping forward a little bit. Um, you ended up taking in your sister's kids, taking mm-hmm. them as your own, right? I did. So you currently, how many children are you the, the father of? So I have two of my own. I've got my my son and my daughter, and then my two nephews um, who are eighteen and sixteen. And so it, it was it was one of those things where like I knew it needed to be done. It's I needed to step in and and you know be, be there for them and, and and bring them in and help give them a, a future and a and a hope and just better better direction um, um, to to go in life. And and it it, it hasn't been easy. It's uh, my whole life has been a whirlwind the past few years, I, right? Just <laughs> just doing these things, and and you, and you know some of these, these some of these things. It hasn't been easy, but it was yeah. one of those things where it's like I had to do it, right? It was in my heart. It's like I knew it was the right thing to do it, and and I and I had to do it. And you know, I will certainly never regret doing it. Uh, I never regret doing the the right thing, no matter how hard it is. Um, but. You know, but just seeing the the impact, right, and just seeing how far that they're coming along, right, and you know, one is in college now, and you know, and really growing, and the other one is 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 extremely um, self sufficient and a, just a self starter, and, and you know, they both have bright futures now, and that's, that's awesome, and and that's exciting, right? yeah. Uh, just seeing them seeing them grow, right, mm-hmm. and just and just knowing that we're going to have that relationship for for life, right, and. And being able to to help them and support them and mentor and and mold them, yeah. So. Um, so. that's so cool. So I didn't realize they were that old. <laughs> that you're, yeah, you're not, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. They were a little you, little younger, but yeah, I didn't. Um, well, I mean, I I brought them in. They were sixteen and fourteen, but you know, it's been a uh, or somewhere around then. But yeah, it, it's been. Yeah, they're they're, yeah, little, they're a little older, so it's a lot easier to manage. It's not like they're you know little ones or whatever, yeah. but. But, you know, but there's also things that they have to, you have to like train them to like unlearn, right? 
uh, because they've, are... they've seen they've seen a lot of things, right, and experienced a lot of a lot of trauma, right. So there's things you have to sort of reset, like the way that they that they think, right, mm-hmm. uh, and help them, you know, fr- help frame the way that they see see the world, right, and and who they are and what and what they can become. So, so what are some of those things? Like, what have you? What do you feel like you've done to help guide them to get yeah. past their past? And... I mean, I think I, I think. Um... You know, just it, it's easy when you're, you know, you're in a tough situation just to to doubt yourself, right? Or to 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 not feel like you're you're good enough or sufficient enough, or, or you can't do something, right? Like helping them, like don't put limitations on yourself, like right. Learn learn to think bigger, right? Like challenge all assumptions, right? Learn to learn to work hard, learn how to set goals, right? And to track how you're becoming, right? Set goals of where you want to be and what you want to do. And then build out a plan and then just look back and just see how far you've come right over the past year or two right or or however long that that is and and so you know little little things like like that just helping them right get past those those negative thoughts right or those those self-harming doubts that are 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 thoughts that that aren't gonna help help them get get further along so, you yeah. know, that's, that's kind of the, you know, the, the big thing is just, we, we all, we all have that, right. Based on our, uh, our experience, right. We, you know, you, you and I even talked about that this weekend, right. Like it's, we're probably, you and I are probably our, our, our own biggest critics, right. Oh, geez. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so like, we have to, we have to like work through that and we have to like, mm-hmm. okay, I grade myself as this, but in reality, like I need to respect and like, you know, look at how far I've come in this journey. Right. And what I have to, to bring to this table, right. Versus let my own insecurity or doubt, like stop me from, from doing something. Yeah. Yeah. And you, I mean, I guess you went to school for therapy, but I mean, that's only a couple of years of <laughs> academic yeah. training. Uh, yeah. Like you don't, you don't, you're not like a special parenting coach or anything. So. Oh no, by, by no means. Like I said, it, it, it's, I am, I never had a dad and, and a lot of most of the life, I felt like I was just trying to raise myself and teach myself how to, how to do things. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, sometimes I said, people are like, I've never actually seen this parenting thing, thing really fleshed out. Right. I'm just trying yeah. to figure it out, figure it out as, as, as I go. Right. And just trying to, just trying to get better. And then just, you know, just like even with the business thing is it's, you know, just stepped out and did it. And I'm just trying to, get better every day, right. Mm-hmm. And to, to figure out how to, how to, how to, how to do it better and to, to love and to, to lead the people that, that, uh, that depend on me. Yeah. That's, I hadn't, I don't think I had connected that, but you, so you grew up without a father. You still don't have a father. You have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would, <laughs> I would say you're an incredible dad. Um, you know, we've had a couple conversations now about your oldest biological son. Mm-hmm. Um, who, yeah, he, I mean, he's diagnosed with s- some schizoaffective yeah. disorder or. Yeah. Yeah. We can say, yeah, he, he's, he, oh, he's sorry. Del- he, 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 I, no, I can delete it's, things it's, if we need to. No, no, no. It's, it's okay. I, I want to be okay. real. Right. Because if okay. my story can be, can be used to help other people, uh-huh. then it must be shared. Right. Um, yeah, he's been diagnosed with a multiple, uh, multiple, um, uh, mental health concerns. I mean, he's on, he's, um, he's on the autism spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, um, 
and then a few other things. But th- this summer, I mean, he was diagnosed um, as schizophrenic. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and right now he's in a children's psychiatric hospital. Right. And that's and that's hard. Right. Um, just trying to deal with those things and, and be those things. And he's he's been dealt a tough hand. Right. But I'm just trying to figure out how to how to best be there for him, how to best support him and guide him and, and lead him. Right. And meet him where, where he's at, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, that's probably one of the hardest parts of being a parent is like, we have this idea of like, these are the standards and expectations, right. That we all live to. And then it's like, okay, Hey, now I look at him. It's like, Oh, this explains why the message wasn't getting through. Right. This explains that gap. And so it's now it's like, okay, now I got to treat this almost like a special needs child, right? And so you got to kind of change it up a little bit, the, the perspective. So it gives me a lot more peace of how to, how to lead him, how to love him, how to, how to, how to guide him, um, right? Uh, to be able yeah. to, to work, work through these things, right? So, but yeah, it's, it's been tough. And it's, and through, through hearing about your experience, uh, I would absolutely say that you, definitely are someone who loves <laughs> like unconditionally um and the the presence and the dedication that you have to being a father in such difficult circumstances i mean i mean you're single now fairly mm-hmm. recently divorced in the last couple of years correct correct you're you're growing a business that you didn't know how to build other than you were really good at sales <laughs> you have this you have you know all of a sudden you have new teenagers that you are now the father to. And then mm-hmm. you have your own son that has difficulties with mental health, which are a huge challenge. Mm-hmm. And you, man, you have not given up. You, you are there for your son. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. What, what keeps you going? <laughs> I, I, I think, I think the biggest thing that keeps me going is the pain that I felt growing up of not having a role model in front of me that just kept going. Right. Mm -hmm. That just like, you know, like, you know, what was me? I'm a victim of my situation or my circumstance. Right. Like I want to see somebody like conquer, right. Like lead by example. And, And so like, for me, I don't give up because there's people watching, you know, and like, I want to be able to lead by example, like my words that I say to people, to my, my boys, to my daughter, to, to my team, they don't mean anything if my actions aren't matching that. Right. And so I can't give up. Hmm. I'm going to keep going no matter what, because if I give up, then my message of hope to people really means nothing. And so it's self built in accountability to myself. It's, it's, I've got to be consistent to that. And if I want to use my story to, to help others to push themselves, to aspire to be more, I can't give up. And there's times where I feel like giving up. I feel like throwing in the towel, right? Where we all do that, right? You're a guy, right? You're not superhuman. (laughs) Right. Right. I'm just a guy. It's, it's hard, right? I mean, there's been times where it's hard to get out of bed. It's hard to even you know, get up and like drive or like, you know, pick up the phone. Right. But like, I can't give up. I can't give up because that message that, 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 that sends to, to other people. Right. Um, you know, it, it's, it, it, all hope is lost. Right. And so 
you just I'm going to keep going and I'm going to find a way to, to dig deeper. Right. And to, to, to look, to, to look further. Right. And, and, and um, to, to continue to, to see this vision uh, flushed out. So. Mm. Man, I, I got, I got chills. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so what I, what I'm hearing, what I'm seeing is you have a deep love for people. Um, and you have, I, despite all odds, you have a deep and abiding hope in life and the ability to share that message relies on your continued efforts. And if you give up, then it sabotages the love and hope people feel from you. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. If I'm trying to, you know, like, you know, help my boys or to help my team, like grow or to keep, keep persevering. I mean, like, what does it mean if, mm-hmm. if, if, if I just like, this is where I plateau out, right? Like this right. is, this right. is where, this is where the bus, the bus stops, right? Like that's, that's my, <laughs> that's my biggest fear. Like I never want to get to the point where I, I plateau out. Like that's, that's my fear. Hmm. Years ago, RJ and I, uh, who's also part of the balanced business dad, yeah. uh, we used to work together and he, and he, and he, he, we would, he was, he would tell me this story about like, you know, like, Oh, this is where this person kind of petered out or plateaued out, right? Uh, and you know, at different levels, and I'm thinking, God, that that scared the crap out of me. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't want to ever like. Is this where I plateau out? I don't want like, to be another this... one of RJ's stories, <laughs> right? Right? Like, like I don't want to ever get to that point where I, I plateau out, you know? So like, mm-hmm. you just you just keep growing, you keep you keep doing your your thing, and just just keep getting better, and then you know the the you know the opportunities present themselves and you just continue to to go from there yeah but, but that's but that's that's my biggest fear is plateauing out my my least favorite word in the dictionary is mediocrity so <laughs> um it just it scares it scares me <laughs> uh-huh. uh so that's, yeah i just want to just want to keep going I, I, that's yeah it's interesting because you alluded to you didn't say mediocrity a bit earlier in the conversation you alert, alluded to that as well it's like it's almost like it's black and white. Like there's this that my siblings life turned into, or there's this, there's not really a gray area for me. So yeah. that, that choice isn't there. So yeah. Th- yeah. There's not, there's not much of a gray area, right? Mm-hmm. It's me. It just, I just want to keep going. Right. And be the, be the best I can. And right. And uh, to be able to, to give hope to people who are wanting more, right. Or people who are, who are struggling, right. Who maybe mm-hmm. doubt themselves or live with fear or, or insecurity. It's like, you, you can do this, right. You have to, you have to do the work though. You yeah. know, I mean, we, you know, we even talked about like the, the, the therapy thing earlier, like not only did I pursue my degree in that, I spent a lot of time seeing therapists, right. And like <laughs> dealing with, dealing with my, my junk, right. And the, the trauma and the, the things that, that I, that I experienced. Right. So like, you have to, you have to deal with that because if you don't deal with that, right. Then, then that's going to come out one way or another. And that's going to come out. Um, um, and it's going to project onto to other people and, and it's going to affect the people that you, you care about the most, uh, uh, the people that you love the most. Um, and then sometimes you can come out on complete strangers and, you know, just, well, I want to be better than, better than that. I'll, I'll share this and you can, you can edit it later if, if you need to. But, uh, I mentioned I have a brother, mm-hmm. um, 
we went through and dealt with some of the similar things growing up. Um, but he never dealt with that stuff. Never, never dealt with the, the trauma, um, or the, the neglect. And then, you know, after he became an adult, ended up going into the military and doing things and seeing things, but just never, never dealt with the stuff that was, that was deep down. And then, um, a couple of years ago, he, he was home and or um, back visiting family and he, it all just, he just snapped. Um, it all just uh, exploded um, and all that pain just came out of him and he ended up becoming an, an active shooter uh, and shooting up a, shooting up a bowling alley and, you know, just killing several people and, and injuring multiple, but impacting not just those people that were, were harmed, but the people that were there and the, the, the families that were there, right? And, and and so, you know, I always think about that. It's like man, you've got to deal with your stuff. You, you you've gotta you gotta you've gotta man up to it, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 deal with it. Just, you know, talk it out. Go to a counselor. Go to a therapist. Right? Like like deal with it because if not, it, it's gonna come out. Uh, in one way or another, and, and and I wanted to come out in a, in a way of of hope and and, and love uh, versus versus anything else. So, yeah, that's a I mean that's an extreme and a tragic example of what happens when when like you said you don't deal with it. Uh, but I yeah. I see I see examples in my own life and many people's lives on the you know, the little issues that come mm-hmm. up because you don't deal with your stuff and the, how those little issues can stack up. And um, man, that's, yeah. that's crazy. I'm curious, what, what affected that your brother's choices have on you? I don't think I've ever asked you that question. <laughs> After that situation mm-hmm. or that, um, it, it really wasn't until then uh, cause I, I had started my business a little bit before that. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like grinding and like doing my thing. And I got this vision, right. Of how we're going to grow this thing and, and what we're going to become. And then after that, it was one of those things that got that call, Cedric, your brother's an active shooter. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where like, it's a call you never want to get. That's and, a call no one even thinks about getting. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no one thinks about that, right? I mean, yeah, uh, you, you don't want to get that, right? And immediately, like, my heart goes out to those people, to those families, right? That that are getting that other call, right? Um, but my first thought was, I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. That was my first thought, right? I knew there was a lot of pain there. I knew there was a lot of hurt there, right? And and to see that come out that way, it didn't surprise me one bit. Um, I mean, I was, I was saddened, um, but the, it really began to affect me for the next six months of the year, uh, even more so because I began to, to deal with a lot of depression, um, right. The, the weight of, of that, right. Really, um, really got to me and and it was just, it's had no energy. My, my, my. Uh, my mood was down. It, it's, I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to get out of bed. I didn't want to answer phone calls. I, I, I couldn't even drive. I, I could hardly really? even talk to, to, I could, I could hardly even talk to customers any, any, anymore. 
Um, and so, and I made a few, a few different moves because I, I knew that like, you know, like I had to slow down and take care of myself. And, and then I was having some, my son was having some mental health issues as, as well too. So it was just, it was just hard. Um, but I made, I made a couple big decisions after that. That was, after that, I, I decided to, I was going to bring in my nephews because I didn't, I didn't want to oh. see, I didn't want to, it wasn't after my sister passed away. It was after my brother situation, right? That I said, enough is enough. Like, we're going to break this generational curse and we're wow. going to do it now. We're going to do wow. it now. Um, and so it was, it was that that lit a fire in me to like, I have to do this no matter how hard it is. Uh, and then the second thing we did was um, I started a, a scholarship uh, called the Herald oh. Maker Scholarship. And um, uh, through our, our company, Smart Digital, we have the Smart Digital Herald Maker Scholarship. And so we, we basically, we try to identify people who, who, who have beat the odds, right? And have displayed exceptional character. And maybe they're the first one in their family to go to college or that, you know, whatever it is, but, but they're, they're beating the odds. They're, they're, they're working hard. They're doing the right thing. Um, and we want to give them support and guidance as they're, as they're, as they're in college and they go to college and hopefully be able to kind of mentor them even after they get out of, out of college and just maintain a relationship. So we give them like a thousand dollars a semester and just really try to be there and available for them throughout their whole, their whole experience. Yeah. So, geez, <laughs> more I learn about you, Cedric, the more I'm just honored. Um, yeah. I'm, yeah. So the lessons that I'm learning from you are, man, if you can figure out how to distill this into injected into it, great. <laughs> but, the, but the ability yeah. that it's just the consistent, you're consistently making choices in the face of difficult situations of to, to use that as a springboard to something better. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all. That's all it is. It's just you made a choice. Yeah, you consistently make the choices, right? I mean, mm -hmm. ultimately, you have to have your big choice of who you want to be and where you want to go, right? And then every day, like you use that as your as your your map as your tool, right? This is where I'm going, so I'm making all my decisions in light mm -hmm. of this, right? So I always ask myself, like, okay, where am I at right now? Where am I going, right? And then what is the next step? And usually that yeah. next step is, it's never easy. Right. And so it, it's, it, if I'm, if I'm faced with options, I'm, I'm usually going to pick the harder option, right? I'm usually going to pick the, 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 the more difficult option, right? If it, if it aligns with my vision, my, my vision, right. And there, and, and it's not, it's not to pick the hard path. It, it's just the path that's going to help me grow the most, right. It's going to take me further along, along that, that journey. Right. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Not, it's just continue, continuously making right intentional, diff, oftentimes difficult decisions because growth isn't easy. Yeah. Not to trivialize this at all, but <laughs> you're a gym guy, right? You go work out. Um, mm -hmm. Just, you know, last year, a year ago, I started going to the gym working out and I came to the conclusion. I told my trainer, I told him, I was like, all right, I think I've concluded. If I don't know how to do this exercise correctly, I just need to pick whatever makes it the hardest, and that ends up being the right way to do it. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> "Yeah, basically." 
basically um, don't hurt don't hurt yourself though well yeah yeah don't hurt yourself but if it if it like makes you sweat and makes you grunt you're probably doing it right yeah just sweat uh, just I, just grunt you figure out the rest later yeah yeah right. but that, i mean as you were talking like that kind of came to mind it's like you don't choose the difficult path just because it's hard but because mm-hmm. that's where growth happens yeah that's where growth happens you do it you mm-hmm. you, you figure it out and then you you, you get you get better with it. You get smarter as you go. And you, you you gain more more wisdom and figure out how to how to do it. But yeah, it's 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 what I look for. It's people who are going to work hard and and do the right thing. And even here at Smart Digital, it, it's I hire people with a a, a high work ethic and and, mm. and very very teachable um, with high level of teachability and coachability. And then I train them into the position, and we we get it and we figure it out. It's it's not always about your your skill set or, 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 you know, those, those necessarily hard skills, it's those soft skills, right? Just, yeah. just being willing to dive in and you know to, to, to figure it out. So, yeah. So you, I, I think we've got a pretty good sense of who you are and who you, who your vision is of who you want to be. Mm-hmm. But you, you mentioned just a little bit ago about um, knowing kind of the bigger vision right, of, of who you want to become, and that guides the choices you make. So can you just kind of distill, do you have that clear vision of where you're going, and what values drive you? Um, I mean, the clear vision of where we're going and the, the values that drive me, it's um, as far as a person or like, um, yeah, business, Cedric, business who, like, um, who does Cedric, who is Cedric becoming and why? Cedric ultimately is becoming the most complete best version of, of himself. Right. Um, so anybody that would have known me growing up would have never thought I'd be in sales. I taught myself how to do sales. Right. Um, so, or to be a successful business person or CEO. So I'm doing those things and pushing and challenging myself to become that. Right. Mm -hmm. And so who I want to become ultimately is the very best version of myself and helping people out along the way. Right. And, and, and ultimately when I say those things that that's, that's, it's that, that is what I want to become, but ultimately what it is really becoming, it's, it's becoming more Christ-like. In, mm-hmm. in, my, in my mind, right? It's becoming more more like Jesus, right? It's, right? it's I'm trying to do the right thing. I'm trying to follow him. As I'm doing it, I'm going to challenge and push myself to to become the most uh, impactful person that, that I can uh, in loving God and loving myself and, and loving others and bringing people, bringing people w- with me. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I think, you know, it's a lot of times we get into, uh, we, we make our, our faith more, I guess, religious than spiritual right and from a, from a from a from a spiritual perspective it it's the most impactful people that i've ever come across aren't necessarily the ones that are preaching from the, the pulpit but the ones that are, are basically doing it in life right and are and are fueled by a deeper love and faith faith for god then right um and and are and are doing that and are bringing people with them Th- those are the ones that are highly impactful uh in, in this world yeah, we have a, a quote from a leader in my church that I think fits really well. I don't. I'm going to butcher the quote, but basically, it's um, <laughs> it's uh, 
always testify of your faith and when necessary use words <laughs> okay. okay all right right yeah it's just the it's just mm -hmm. that fact that you you emanate emanate your faith and emanate your um discipleship in christ yeah it's, it's, yeah that's more that's more effective than preaching it yeah that's more effective than, mm -hmm. than preaching it right um and and you preach it you share things but you know it it's you have to be able to to try to live this thing out right um and then and then when you do that the the words that you say carry a lot more weight right yeah They're, they have a, they have a lot more they have a lot more power you can say less yeah. uh and do more right yeah, yeah. Uh, you, can do, you can do more and say, and say less but but it, but it's much more uh fruitful and, and beneficial mm. so. it goes back to what you said about your kids that you're you have this message of hope that you're trying to give them uh but it means nothing if you don't persevere yeah, it means absolutely nothing if you don't persevere, right? And mm -hmm. so, but you know, that's what I try to do. I try to try to model it out, um, and yeah. you know, just just keep going, right? Just keep showing up and keep trying to get better. And yep. you know, it, and it's it's not like every day you you can be like, hey, I'm better today than I was yesterday. It's just you keep doing it day in and day out, and then you look back and it's like, wow, this is pretty cool to look back at how far you know we've we've come right or or yep. you know, how much how much things have things have changed but you're never going to feel like you got there you're never going to yep. feel like you're, you're you're the guy you know <laughs> uh um i know i'm never gonna gonna feel that way because I, I will have never have arrived you know it's just i'm just trying to be better every day yep. and, and to, to to bring my best love, love it so we're yeah we're coming up on the end here, but I did. One, I'm a recreation therapist. Well, I was trained as a recreation therapist, right? So I mm -hmm. I have a mm -hmm. unique interest in what people do for fun. Um, so just to end, kind of on a lighter note, I want to know what are the things you know when, when if maybe it's a fantasy, mm -hmm. I don't know, but when you don't have other things going on in life, when you don't have other obligation, how would you choose to spend your time? Like what what fills your bucket for fun? Yeah. And to be honest with you, that's 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 my struggle, right? And I'm glad you asked that because that, that I expected helps me, that answer. <laughs> that 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 helps me see that, right? And helps me mm -hmm. begin to like, okay, I got to look into that and I got to address that better because I'm trying to become more balanced, right? Mm -hmm. And you know, it means it doesn't mean a whole lot if I'm successful but I'm not happy, right? And and that was a lesson I learned about a year ago um, was, and I could sit here, I can model these things. I'd be successful and I could be pushing it. But if I'm, but if I'm not fulfilled, I'm not happy and I'm not balanced, right. It's, it's out of whack. So that's what I'm trying to, trying to, trying to work on. Right. And just trying to create mm -hmm. more, more balance in, in my life and just, you know, so, you know, trying to find, you know, different outlets or, or activities. I, I just, you know, I've, I've been in the gym. I, I was out of the gym for a while. So the past year and a half, I've been in the gym pretty consistently trying to get into it. Um, nice. I got a, got, got a bicycle and, you know, there's a trail near, near my house. So I try to hop on and, uh, you know, get on, get on there as, as much as I can because it, it's, it's me time, right? It's time where I yeah. can just think and I can process my world like undistracted and, um, and, and get that. So, um, but yeah, just trying to just trying to do better with with finding that balance and and I'm not a not a man of many hobbies and uh, so uh, I think we kind of talked about that before. So yeah. I, I've I've 
I've got to make better intentional efforts to to do that because sometimes sometimes those are opportunities for growth. Yeah, so. I like I like that insight that it's it's kind of your time that gives you the freedom just to think. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, that's what running is. I used to hate running so bad, <laughs> but yeah, my circumstances like I got to get active again, and running was the easiest thing to do, and I learned to love it because that was time outside with myself. So yeah. that's awesome. Glad glad yeah. to hear that you are trying to find some things. <laughs> so yeah. anyway, we're going to end it there. Uh, we're coming up on right about an hour. So I, uh, I really appreciate it, Cedric. Like you, so. you really are an inspiration. It's, it's hard not to turn you into a hero and see you as just a guy sometimes because <laughs> there's so much that you have gone through and so many great things that you've done, honestly. So yeah. Well, thanks, thanks, Tyler. I appreciate that, and I and I and I I don't think of myself as a as a hero by any means, right? It's just I know you don't. I'm, I'm just <laughs> I'm just trying to be a hero maker, right? Help help other people, right? Be be yeah. be their best, you know. Um, yeah. And if and if we can all if we can all be hero makers, we'll make the world a better place. I love that. I didn't know about your nonprofit. Um, I don't have an audience yet, obviously, but if you could if you could make sure you get me like a link and stuff that whoever does hear this they can look into mm-hmm. it because i think that's i think that's something yeah. that we definitely need to support yeah that's something that we're still so, working on and, and and putting putting together but yeah, oh, there's, yeah? A lot, okay. there's a there's a lot of things i, I want to do or or we we we, we want to do um that will over over time um yeah it's gonna happen so cool well i'm gonna i'm gonna keep my eyes open for when you so <laughs> when you do get it so so. Sounds good, Tyler. I appreciate appreciate you taking the time to uh, to do this, and and I, and I love the I love the vision and the direction of what where this podcast is is going and what and what it's going to do. So yeah, gonna, me too. It's, I'm it's, excited. It's going it's so. to be great. Yeah, I got a lot to learn. So. It's going to get better as we go, but I appreciate you being my first. <laughs> so, all right. Okay. Well, thanks, Cedric. We'll see you. All right. All right. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye.